Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And today I have with me someone who I met literally like two or three days or the day before I hopped on the marketer's cruise while I was in Miami and I got introduced to her by Virginia Muskie. So this is Amanda Abea and we connected because we love sales. And what Amanda does is she is an award-winning content creator, keynote speaker, and business coach who specializes in helping business owners activate their persuasion prowess so that they can make more money and live a more affluent life. Her clients go from hating sales and marketing to achieving, listen to this, y'all, 90% close rates and closing multiple five-figure deals. Her work has been featured in Forbes, Huffington Post, Business Insider, Entrepreneur, and more. Amanda? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Oh my gosh. I know. I love talking all of this. So, all right, Amanda, let's start with this. How did you fall in love with sales? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time, girl. Um, so I've been in sales going on 15 years. Now, the interesting thing is I've done fundraising, I've done recruiting. When I was recruiting, it was for salespeople, all kinds of sales jobs. These people were selling everything, inside sales, outside sales, elevators, phones, retail sales, whatever. But I had no idea that I was in sales because my bosses were basically like, you're great with people, go. Like, that was it. <laughs> that, was, that was my sales training. That was it. I mean, and when I was a recruiter, I was literally doing outbound calls every day to warm leads. I had no idea. And I was doing pre-qualifying pre meetings. No idea. But that's what I was doing. So what happened was I always wanted to run my own business. And I had one because I graduated in 2010 and I couldn't find a job for like six months. So I Googled how to make money writing because I felt like it's the only skill that I had. And then that ended up turning into an eight-year career as a financial writer. Well, what did I have to do every day as a financial writer? I had to pitch people mm. every day as a financial writer. So I've basically been doing sales for a really long time. It was just kind of, uh, I guess, intuitive is the word. Like if I had to duplicate it and teach somebody else, I would have had no idea what to tell them, how to direct them, nothing. Because again, you're good with people. Go. Pitch banks. Just go. And I'm the type of person that I'll just put in the reps. Right. So if I have to send 100 pitches in a day, I will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So, you know, when you look at it like a math problem at the end of the day, that's really all you're doing. So what happened was in the first business, so I quit the recruiting job, was doing the writing business full time for a while, and I realized I couldn't scale it. And I was like, oh, shit, 
<laughs> right? I'm I'm in a pickle. I'm having a problem. Like I was doing so much content, my hands were literally starting to hurt and Ooh. cramp up every week. So I was like, I gotta think of something else. So, you know, I had tried to get into coaching. People had been asking me how I built the first business. I was doing it here and there. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna take this more seriously. So the first time I decided to take it more seriously, I did a call in front of 200 women at a networking event. Novice Amanda, not no great presenter, right? But then said, this was a bad idea, right? Then said, hey, I'm doing free consultations, free mini sessions, something. There was no qualifying of these women. There was no none of that. It basically turned into a free for all on my calendar. I had 60 calls booked and all 60 told me no. Ooh. Yeah. In retrospect, I know exactly what I did wrong so that I don't repeat the mistake. But at the time, I didn't really know what I was doing. So, you know, that was a little hurt to my ego. I was like, all right, maybe I'm not supposed to do this coaching thing, right? So I just, you know, dove back into the writing. I guess this is what I'm doing forever. And then once again, I was like, I can't keep doing this because in order for me to make more money i have to take on more clients and there are no more hours in the day right and i got really pissed when an editor emailed me on december 26th when i was like i don't want to do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. i was like i'm done so the only thing i knew back then was systems i was like i need some sort of a system i need automations and i'm obsessed with sales systems but that's a podcast conversation for another time probably yeah and um I got with uh, a friend of mine who I knew was good at that. And she helped me build kind of like my first very basic funnel, which I didn't even finish building. And I'll tell you why. (laughs) So she had done a sales role play in her program, in her container. And she's like, you're really good. And I was like, did you just not hear me say the whole damn thing about how I was rejected 60 times? And like, I have like a trauma about this, like, or whatever. And she's like, well, you've been in sales since you were 20. You're really good. Just do a couple of these tweaks. So she kind of like mapped out what I was doing that I didn't know I was doing. Ooh. Yeah. So I made the tweaks and then literally didn't even finish building the funnel, sent out emails, picked up the phone, did what I knew how to do. And I made more money in two weeks than I would have made writing in a month selling a six-week training program. Nice. Yeah. And then that was five years ago, almost six years ago now. And it became very apparent to me that, you know, our program stood out because we actually taught sales. So then at that point, I was like, well, I really got to learn what I'm doing. I really got to deconstruct what's going on in my head. Yeah. Right. I really need to understand this if I'm going to duplicate it at any point and keep making money because I got bills. And So I sought out training and I had to learn from men. So it had to be like the Grant Cardones, the Michael Burks, the Brad Lees, the Jim Rohn, like old school Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, because that's it. That's all that existed. Yeah. I learned from those guys and I was able to figure out what I was doing, up-leveled my skills. And then, you know, in the last couple of years, I realized most women in the marketplace are not getting this kind of training and that's why they're still struggling. Mm. Amen to that. Yeah. So that's kind of how we got here. And then, you know, I've trained team by now. I saw their transformation literally going from crying to closing sales worth thousands of dollars. Yeah. Right. That's like one of our best stories, actually, is literally people who work (laughs) in the organization. I saw clients closing 13 clients in four weeks. 
We had clients who, you know, had spent $25,000 on training these online training programs. Nobody taught them how to sell. Three days with us. Boom. Three high ticket sales in three days. Boom. Yeah. Mic and, drop. And it, really, <laughs> it really just came down to y'all are missing sales skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you look at the amalgamation of all these people who had these kinds of transformation, what would you say was the the most apparent starter basic sales skill that they were missing? I'll tell you what it is online because I see it all the time. Yeah. Right. Different with team because they already knew better. But I'll tell you what I see with clients and in conversations all the time. So online, everybody learns about the funnel, right? It's a marketing funnel. So what happens, and anybody who's in sales knows not to do this, right? But what happens is they're like, oh, they're in my funnel. And then they wait like two weeks before they're funneled into a webinar. There's a lot of waiting yeah. that goes on yeah. online. Like they're in my funnel. My funnel should be doing all the work yeah. kind of a thing. And I'm, mm-hmm. so they'll be like, oh, I got all this attention, but no one's signing up for discovery calls. Okay, well, did you reach out to them? Yeah. And they're like, uh, No. And I'm like, well, there you go. That's the problem. Right. So I think there's just like this lack. There's this expectation online. It's like build marketing funnels. The marketing will do all the work, but they don't understand sales cycle or sales skills. Now, that being said, I'm a huge fan of funnels and automations. I was actually just automating text messages today. But that's because we have to do them every day with our lead flow. You know, and then that just gives me more time to get on podcast and in the DMs and us doing phone calls. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's just so many different ways for people to connect now. Right. Like, because there's social media, there's email, there's texting, there's messenger, there's LinkedIn messaging. There's so many different ways to connect now and having those different ways to reach out then and connect. It can be beneficial and and a detriment at the same time because it's like where did yeah. I message that person? I don't remember, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, absolutely. And I I think you're absolutely right in terms of that sales skill, right? That you're you're forcing people to wait, and yet they signed up with you or they hopped into your funnel, and then it, you just left them hanging. Yeah. You know, like is that really how you want? Is that how you expect your clients to want to be treated? Yeah. Well, it's also a mindset thing, right? Because a lot of these online marketers are like, oh, they got to be on your email list nurtured for like six months before they'll buy something from you. And I'm like, poppycock. Yeah. Poppycock. If they're signing up now, it's because they want it now. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Right. But online, it's like I joke that the online Internet world is like opposite land for business. why the advice is so terrible yeah i'm like go to real businesses they would never do this or another thing is they release control of the sales process to the prospect or the buyer so they'll say and all of this comes down to not understanding sales by the way and online marketers feeding them a pipe dream but basically they'll be like oh well i only want to talk to people who are ready to go and i'm like well that's two percent of buyers (laughs) yeah I'm never going to handle objections. I don't want to deal with people who have objections. Well, at some point in business, you are dealing with objections. Yeah. Whether from social media followers, people on a sales call, team, whatever. If you want to actually grow this thing, everything is sales. And at some point you're dealing with an objection. 
Yeah. So I think there's that. I've even seen people go as far as being like, I hate it when people ask me questions in the DMs. I'm like, ask away. I'll turn you into a discovery call and a client. It's just that they don't know how to do that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So in terms of, so now to move this into, because my audience is primarily people who are in direct sales, network marketing, MLM. Right. Although we do have some people who are not in that industry who listen because they just freaking love the content here. But for people who are in that position, so they may be their company, let's say, for example, because oftentimes what has happened is their company has set up the funnel for them, but they have mm -hmm. the affiliate link that dropped people into that funnel, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a funnel that was not created by them. Mm -hmm. It was created by the company. So it's this very generic funnel. Type of thing. Right. Yeah. And it's all sales, 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 sell, product, product, product. Join mm -hmm. our team, join our team without any of the relationship building piece mm -hmm. to it. So for somebody who's in that position, what would maybe be one suggestion you would uh, yeah. make for them to say to turn the people who are in that funnel into either clients if they're not already or customers who are buying more or who are turning into team members, perhaps? Pick up the phone if they're not already doing it. Oh, my God. Shut up. You're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> you want us to go old school? No. Yeah. Well, you know what? We've been testing it out. And because people are not accustomed to getting phone calls anymore, the pickup rates are higher. <gasps> no kidding. Yeah. Now, is that even if you aren't in their phone? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I when I have time, I do it, right? I automated text messages so we could do it more because I'd been testing it out. And I'm like, dang, I'm getting like 30, 35% pickup rates. Oh, wow. You know? Nice. Yeah. Even though you're yeah. not in their phone as a contact. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Because people aren't accustomed. And then it's very simple, right? And I, so I think, you know, in multi-level marketing, it's interesting because when I was learning how to train team and duplication, a lot of the advice on the internet is complete trash. So, and I learned the hard way. But I ended up learning from someone who is in direct sales. Sure, everybody here has heard of a woman called Stormy Wellington, but it wasn't her that I learned from. It was one of her partners, Ana Cantera, in Dominican Republic, because she was so systematic in the duplication. I wish she spoke English or did more English trainings or things so people could see what a freaking systems genius she is, oh, right? Wow. Because I was trying to figure out, well, how do I get a team to duplicate her? Like, what are the most important things that I need to focus on? And what I saw from her, so I'm just gonna borrow from Anna. Sure. What I saw from her, from what I've seen, is that, for example, as soon as someone joins a team, she's got like a whole separate portal for these people full of step-by-step -step trainings that she's created herself. Mm. And she'll be like, we're doing three TikTok trainings this week. Here are the times, you know, and then she'll have leaders going in there and doing that. And then what I've seen is she teaches very systematic step by step. Here's what you have to do every single day in order to be successful at this. And, you know, it's the prospecting. It's the pick up the phone, send the messages, do your live stream. But what I found so impressive from her was that she figured out how to put that into a system so when people join her team, they have every training they could possibly need. Ooh. I yeah. haven't seen very many people do that. No. A lot of people, the few people who are doing it are relying on Facebook groups because- Oh, God. Yeah. I can go off about this. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> right. 
But a lot of the leaders are utilizing Facebook groups because Facebook did add those learning units at one point where they could have mm-hmm. in the guides and da 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 da. You know, got for a while it was guides, for a while it was learning units, for a while it was like they had different names for it, right? And so I saw some people using that, but then a lot of people, a lot of leaders, unfortunately, I see are just pushing everybody to the company training, push everybody to the company training instead of having yeah. their own, right? Yeah. So would you recommend? in that case, people have their own training. Yeah, I would. And here's why. And I say this as a sales trainer. And, you know, I, I'm familiar with direct sales. You basically, what she does very well is that she treats it like it's her own company. Yes. So if this is her own company, I'm going to train all of you on what we're doing and how to do it. Yeah. And how to actually be successful because it benefits them and it benefits her. So if you're going to be a leader, right, it's like me, I'm not in direct sales, but I have a business, right? If I have, it's the same concept, right? If I have people that are working for me, I'm the one responsible for their training and development at the end of the day. And there's a specific way we want things done. Yes. And we know what works and what's successful based on data. Yeah, exactly. And what I see happen in teams, because surprise, surprise, we tend to attract those who are most like us. So what works for us is likely to work for the people that we attract onto our teams, right? So if a yeah. system works for me, it's probably going to work for the people that I bring onto my team. Right. I mean, this is pretty much a no brainer. You're not often attracting people who are the complete opposite of you so that your system won't work. Now, a system is a system because it generally works, right? Yeah. But I think I think you're absolutely right on that is and that's what I recommend for my clients when I'm coaching with them is, look, do you want to be seen as the leader? If yes, then quit sending them to the company trainings and you be the freaking leader and lead them. And you don't have to do every single training, but bring in somebody, a third party expert like Amanda, like myself, to train the team. To train Invest the team. Yeah. To train on sales, marketing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Now, so, Amanda, you have been incredible incredibly generous and you have a sales script template for people who are listening right now for the badass crew listener who's listening right now to take a look at and see how they can modify for their use yes so tell us about the sales script that you have so this is one of the sales scripts so Following the direct sales lead that I learned from Anna Cantera, I was like, I need every script I've ever used, everything ever possibly that we have going on, customer service, outreach, follow-ups, whatever. I need this documented and step-by-step, easy-to-follow process because I'm I'm trying to duplicate, <laughs> which is yes. I know is a big deal in direct sales. Yeah. And it's a big deal in any business, to be honest, any business that can scale. So this particular script, It's an outbound script. So basically, you mentioned Facebook groups. It shows a step-by-step process of what to do in Facebook groups. So it'll show you how to find people. It will show you what first message to send. It will show you the second message to send, the third message to send. And all you have to do is customize it to your particular business. And the reason this came about was because I was really pissed off at all the bad DMs that I was getting. (laughs) like friend requests and then they're trying to shove something down your throat and i'm Uh like no guys this needs to be client centric and there's a way that you ask questions and there's a way that you frame the questions and there's a way that you do things 
right? So that it's properly done and everybody wins. So we started using it and we were getting results when we were doing a lot more outbound to cold leads or just outbound to people in our Facebook group. And then we started giving it away. And then people started reporting back to us that they were getting 54% response rates using that script. Yeah, it works. If you work it, it works, right? But, you know, it's a script. You have to customize it right. to yourself. You yeah. Know? But if you figure out what that, they take the template, figure out the customization, you're good. Send 50 of those out a day. You will always have sales calls. <laughs> exactly. And and I think that's the key because, you know, the people in my downline who copied and pasted exactly what I said were always so confused as to why my posts would get amazing engagement because now this was back in the wild wild west of facebook marketing and selling like i'm talking like 2010 2011 2012 when virtually nobody was selling on anything on freaking facebook they didn't have facebook as they didn't have groups they didn't have any of that yet it was just getting started and i'd have this engagement wild wild engagement because i knew my client i knew my avatar and what to say based on all of that. And then people would copy and paste, literally my downline, people in other, in other downlines who had friended me on Facebook would copy and paste exactly what I had written. Yeah. Even people, like, the funniest thing that I ever saw happen was somebody copied and pasted exactly what I put on there and I had included, like, my kid's name. Hi. And they didn't even change. This person didn't even have children. Okay. Yeah. That's how much they didn't read what it was. They just copied and pasted everything I did. And then people were like commenting on that post going, what do you mean your kid named Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I think there's a part of this, right? And I don't know if this is like, I was talking to one of my sales trainers this morning because yes, I have my own sales trainers. Good. (laughs) You never stop training on sales ever. Good. Um, And we were having this discussion because there's certain objections in my market. Great. I'm going to use those in my marketing. And I was like listing them off. And I market to women, but really it wasn't a woman thing. It was just a society thing. And one of the things that came up, and you'll appreciate this, is people skipping the mastery stage of things. They just want to like skip to the end, but they don't want to go through what is required in order to actually get mastery. Oh my gosh. So example, right? I was giving away, uh, I'll give it to you actually when we're done here, because you would probably really like it. But I was giving, I, I like quadrupled my inbound, monthly inbound lead flow, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, I've quadrupled it and growing. And I have the plan to do a hell of a lot more than that now that I have all these things automated. But what was interesting was I made a guide because, again, I was pissed off. And I was pissed off because I was doing all these uh, calls. This was before I met Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> was doing all these calls, right, with business owners trying to, you know, build up potential referral partner relationships. I did like 200 in two months before I even found, you know, where the group where I met Virginia. And I was just so pissed off that nobody knew how to talk about their businesses and that nobody understood the assignment. Yeah. So I put so I put everything into a guide down to here's how you have this conversation step by step by step by step. Because it's no longer enough to just tell people, talk about your business. It's literally like sentence one, sentence two, sentence three, sentence four. Like you really got to break it down. And that's one of my genius zones is I'm able to do that. So I was giving away this thing for free. I was testing it. I'm like, who wants it? A hundred and something people requested it under the post, of course. 
And I had some people reach out to me because I'd said in the guide, I did 300 calls to yeah. get this data. Right. Okay. And people are like, oh, I can't do that. That sounds exhausting. And I'm like, then get out of business. Yeah. Right. It's, exactly. it's that simple. So I'm willing to go in and get data and fail and fall on my face and data, 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 data. So I, it, I automated text messages because I've sent out hundreds of them, yes. you know, in the last three months or so to figure out the feedback and what's going on so I could dial it in and then automate it in a way where it's actually going to work. But I have found in many of my colleagues who are in sales spaces, people want to skip all that shit because it's like, it's too hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, this is called Badass Direct Sales Mastery on Purpose, right? Because part of what made me so freaking good at what I did was the fact that I also did the same thing that you're talking about. You put in the reps. I screwed the pooch so many times on like with recruiting, with clients, with customers, with hostesses, with like I made all of the mistakes. I made all of them. But what kept me going and what made me so successful is the fact that I didn't let those screw ups, those falling on my face, those times when I totally dropped the ball stop me from continuing going when oh don't do that again okay noted check done don't have to make that screw up again <laughs> right? right it's trying to help this podcast is out there trying to help people shorten the learning curve hey maybe learn from those of us who who did screw the pooch don't do that but you still have to go you still have reps. to put in the reps yes. you still have to put in the reps that's how you get good i'm about to do a live stream later tonight like you're gonna suck before you're good yeah Exactly. <laughs> and anybody wants to believe that, go back to the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> go back to the, I was not always this awesome. <laughs> I mean, people were like, oh, my God, your podcast is so good. And I'm like, did you listen to the first 10 episodes? Seriously? I don't think you did. Like, well, that's why that. they say it takes courage to make money. Yeah. Oh, That's why I some people that. say that it takes a lot of courage. I got that from Grant Cardone, I think. Right. But it's, they'll say it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there and make money. I, I mean, I could go off on so many things about why humans do this to themselves, but we don't have that kind of time. We'd be here that's all a, freaking that's night. That's another conversation. We'd be right? here all night oh, on how gosh. we ended up here. But I think it's important for people to understand because one of the things I've been doing recently and actually... I don't know if you would have seen this as much as your industry, but in my industry, which is coaching and training, color so much bullshit <laughs> oh, online about what it takes to actually run a business and a lot of really bad advice um, from like over hiring to just all kinds of stuff. It's just a disaster out here. I told you what some of those things were uh, at the brunch. Yeah. Oh, my Pretty bad. Like, go yeah. masturbate your way into more money, but like you have no actual sales skills. Like... <laughs> Yes. You know, oh like pay me thousands of dollars to teach you how to masturbate your way into more money. I mean, it's just like, oh, like, you know, without, <laughs> you know, but you have no sales skills and this is not on OnlyFans. So I'm not really sure, like, right. Well, you know, <laughs> but if you put it on OnlyFans, yes, you can't masturbate sure. your way to more but money. That's not, but that's not what they're doing. They're right. just like manifest. And I get it, right? It's like ancient principles, but I'm like, but you can't, like, no amount of visualization and techniques is going to make up for a lack of skill set. Agreed. Yes. Okay. One of the things I can't remember who said it, but I say it again all the time. What are the last six letters of law of attraction? 
action. Action. And you can't law just of attraction. They're like, oh my god, I'm a magnet. It's all coming and, to me, and then not do anything. And law of attraction isn't even really the fundamental law. It's a secondary law to the law of vibration. And the law of vibration states that in order to manifest, right, you have to think, believe, and act in a new way. And then, of course, there's all the, like, everybody likes to talk about that one, but there's like six other universal laws, one of them being cause and effect, where you actually have to like do shit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) There has to be a cause to get the effect. To get the effect, right? So, like, everybody forgets those, or they haven't studied them that deeper or any of that. But my point being is, you know, three years ago, I was telling people, look, you want to hit these numbers, this is what you have to do every day. And I was getting more pushback back then than I am now. Now I'm getting a lot more appreciation for being honest with people. I'm like, yeah, because y'all have been duped a few times already and now you're ready to listen. Exactly. And I, I think this is also true. So for those of you who just heard and you're like, yes, I want the sales script. I want to know. And I'm going to I'm going to not just copy and paste, but actually tweak it. So it sounds like me works for me, all of that. And put in the freaking reps. If you're not going to put in the freaking reps, don't even bother getting the sales script, y'all. But go in and check this out. So the link is in the show notes. So if this is the first time you're ever listening to the show because you're like, ooh, I want to know how to improve my sales and you want the sales script, but you don't know how to find the link, here's what you're going to do. Grab your phone as long as you're not driving. Click on today's episode. Scroll up till you see some like words. It says, Amanda Bay is our guest, blah, blah, blah. Click on that and it will take you into the full link and my show notes writer will make it nice and big and bold and it'll say sales script link here. Click that link and go grab your copy of the sales script that you can use to help convert more sales calls so you can have conversations so you can sell more stuff to people who want and need it because you've pre-qualified your people through the sales script she's giving you. So please do this. You absolutely want to take a look at this. And then for those of you who are like, this was really freaking good. Guess what? Amanda agreed to go into the Badass Direct Sales Moms and Dads group on Facebook. And we are doing a free 20-minute training on the difference between marketing and selling. So if you are not yet a part of the Badass Direct Sales Moms and Dads group on Facebook, go request in. Make sure you answer all the questions, guys. I don't let people in if they don't answer the questions because honestly, I need to know it's a real person and not some spam bot. And if I don't know who you are, I can't just let you in. So go join the group. Amanda, thank you for at least sharing the sales stuff here for those who aren't going to go join us and get the free training. Thank you. Thank you. You are amazeballs. Oh, if you come on the free training, you're going to have a lot more context on how to use that script properly. So I really recommend people come check that out. Oh, even better. All right, guys. So come join us in the Badass Direct Sales Moms and Dads group. The video will be up for just one week after Amanda's episode goes live. And then after that, it's going into the Badass Direct Sales Mastery community for free forever or not free forever. It's going in there forever. It's a paid community. You got to get in there. I'll show you how when you're in the Badass Direct Sales Moms group, if you want to get all of the training. So, so far we've got Alex Onderud, Bethany George, Jeremy Miner, and now we'll have Amanda Abea added into this. So thank you, Amanda. We're going to stop this recording and Badass Crew, you know how this goes. 
Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.